It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Struggling with debt? Bills, loans, credit cards? Need a way out? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt matters. <laughs> this is Umar Abid for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Yeah, I spoke to you and uh, Anthony after the show. Frank, uh, recap on the show. Uh, we'll start with the main event and his performance. I was pleased with him. You know, he's had, I know he's a year, over a year out in the ring uh, since he fought Cop- Kovalev. And uh, I know he had that little sort of run out in Spain, but that really didn't account for much. And I thought he did, I thought he did well. You know, when you look at what he's been through, you know, losing to his, his uh, grandmother and his uh, father to the virus. You know, quite testing emotional times for him. And uh, I thought he, I thought he, he did an excellent job against a real tough opponent. No one's ever stopped Dex Bellman before. Um, who come to fight? It's not like he, you know, he, he didn't come to sort of um, basically make up the numbers, Dex, did he? He, did, he tried. He tried hard. But I thought um, he just showed his class, and so then just, you know, with patience. Uh, just broke him down and eventually when it came came to the crunch time he stepped out up a gear or two gears and just bludgeoned him out of it mm, I think patience was a key word there because uh, he wasn't rushing his work and no. it, it looked at, at one point perhaps he might not get the stoppage but uh, he picked his punch as well and obviously got it in the end he, you can see he's got he's got gears isn't he you know he can if he wants to step it up he can step it up and that's exactly what he did and when he turned it on you know when he turned the old gas up it was there and he done the jump what is the situation now with the whole Lyndon Arthur fight and the whole uh, October show with Dubois Joyce? Where are we with that, Frank? Well, Lyndon Arthur and uh, and Anthony, I'm quite confident, is going to be on. Regarding uh, um, Daniel's fight and Je- with Joe, um, at the moment we are not really sure what is happening. We're waiting to find out still if we're going to be allowed to have people into the venue. But I, I think it's looking at the moment highly unlikely that we'll be having any any form of live, live audience in October. I mean, there's news restrictions in from today, <clears> apparently. Um, don't know whether that's going to make too much of a difference because people seem to be cracking on as normal. But Well, I mean, legally it's going to make a difference and it's for the venues. Obviously, the venues are going to have to comply with whatever 
the government say their, you know, say that the uh, the regulations or the rules are going to be to put on live events. So we're waiting still to see what what that position will be. But hopefully, um, we will get something on before Christmas. But I, there's no way we, at the moment, I feel that we could be running that show in October if we haven't got some form of live audience there. Okay, so let's say Yard Arthur does take place this year, and that's a brilliant fight, uh, I will say. And uh, I think a lot of people in boxing would have that 50 50 um, just because of Arthur's Arthur style, etc. But let's say Anthony comes through that. What is the plan next year in terms of a potential Kovalev rematch, a world title shot, and then obviously the Joshua Boetsy fight as well? Well, I think whoever wins the fight will be in a position where they'll want to be fighting for a world title fight, you know, whether it be Anthony, whether it be. Um, Lyndon, whoever comes through the fight, they'll be up there and challenge for it. I mean, as far as uh, Anthony's concerned, he, you know, he's at world title level. He wants to, he wants to be at that level and he wants to fight at level. So they they both fight, and uh, whoever wins, if it's Anthony, Lyndon, whoever, you know, wherever it is, out the two of them, they go on, and uh, from there they'll be looking to get themselves into a shot, in a position to fight for the world title. What do you think of the Kovalev rematch if that came about? I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that fight, absolutely. Also, uh, the one that everyone is talking about, Joshua Boatsy, he fights soon, of course. Yeah. And I'm sure Anthony's name will be used uh, in the build-up, etc. Um, and that they'll, they'll be mentioning Anthony to him, like people like us. Um, that's a, a monstrous fight outside the heavyweight division. I think that might be the biggest fight in the UK, potentially. It's a big fight. I mean, well, you... you it's, it, it's, it's a big fight, it's up there with Daniel and Joe Joyce as well, you know, these are real sexy fights that can be made. I mean, we've made, we've made fights, we're making them happen. And I'm sure all the fans would like to see that, as, as all of us would, you know, sometime next year. But we can only get these fights on when we sit down and negotiate them. Is there an update on that meeting, Frank? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, you know it was left at... Uh, was it Eddie was going on holiday, and when he come back, he was going. We were going to get together. And I don't know if he's still on holiday or he's back, or I've got no idea. So I, I assume he's still on holiday, as I've not heard from him. But obviously, I'm not chasing after him. We got we got things to do. We got our own business to run. You know, for me, it was all about reaching out for the, you know, for everybody's um, best fans. Us as promoters are making some good fights happen between the two of us. Um, and that still is our feeling, but I'm not, I'm not going to keep chasing after it. You know, we, we've set the ball run it, rolling, you know, made contact and so forth, and we are where we are. And since then, I think, I see his, uh, his dad, Barry, did an interview a couple of weeks ago, or a week ago or so, and he was um, basically uh, saying about any fights happen, they'll only be on Sky, he's not doing this and doing that, which is all pretty negative. I don't know why he was, why he was saying that, you know, and you know we're looking for help off of him and all this bullshit that he came out with. He's got a very short memory, Barry. I remember him writing to me, asking him to put some money into Leighton Orient when he was uh, when it was struggling. He was, it was okay to come and deal with us then. And I remember him coming to me when he wanted to do breakaway snooker and asked me if I'd negotiate the TV deals and be part of it with him and IMG a few years ago. Even. In that same interview, he said that I think he was asked the highlight of his uh, career, and he said it was Eubank v Ben. Well, if he hadn't got involved, me involved in that, that fight wouldn't have happened because I'm the one who went and done, went and done the TV deal with ITV. And Don King got involved and brought in American TV. So 
it shows when you work together you can make things happen and he should remember that unless he's getting a little bit old when they pulled him out of the cupboard with his fishing rod and um, forgot about those instances how we long, can we can make some stuff together we can make them happen how long have you actually known Barry where did you meet him well I didn't meet him where he said he met met me he talked about um, was it when we when I was in the machine business which was in the sort of early 70s I never met him I never met Barry until he was at ITV I'd met Freddie King who was the late Freddie King who was his partner back then I knew him from when I worked down the meat market because I remember when I was younger having a bit of a scuffle with him and he was like about he must have been a good 12 14 years older than me and I was only a kid I was only about 16 and he tried to take a liberty and he was he, he ran also a machine business at the time same time I was in it and I think I'd have Barry was his accountant or whatever he was and uh that's the only only reference I know around that time, but I never ever met him and certainly never knew of him. All I knew was Freddie, and I think it was only about 10 years later I knew that he was his accountant. I never, I was unaware of that. So, you know, I don't, you know, I met him, as I say, the first time when he was in the snooker business. Okay. Let's uh, continue with the, uh, with the show. I think uh, the fight that people talked most about was Heffron Bentley, a fantastic fight. I will say a lot of people on social media did have Bentley winning the fight. How did you see it, Frank? I thought it was, I've got to be honest, it was, I was watching it, and I, as I said in the interview afterwards, and I, and I watched it back, is the, um, Denzel won a lot of the early, you know, most of the early rounds. He was counter-punching, he was moving, um, and I've got to apologise to Mark, or AKA, AKA Tommy. Sorry about that, Mark. I was thinking of your dad, I don't know where my mind was on that, but you know, you've got to forgive me, I'm getting an old man and I admit that I'm an old guy sometimes, so I do apologise to you. I thought Mark, you know, he was very, obviously his, his, his um, tactics was to come forward and press and press, which is what he did do, and he started doing it with success in the middle part of the fight. And uh, Bentley, I thought, uh, Derek, sorry, um, came uh, Denzel came back in the uh, last round and I thought won that last round. I didn't think there was a lot in it. I mean, it's funny, I've spoken to a lot of people and a lot of people feel that some have said they felt Mark won it, some have said that they felt Tommy won it, and some have felt that they said... Um, <laughs> and some have said that Denzel won it. But the fact of the life was... But the fact of life is, um, you know, it's how you watch a fight. But it was, it was, I thought it was very, you know, strange that all the judges, all of them gave it as a draw. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've never heard of that before. I don't think that's ever happened. First time, I, I can't yeah. believe it. But anyway, that's how close it was. And it depends what you're looking for in a fight when you score it. But look, it's a great fight to make a game. You know, the shame of it all was there was no crowd there. Because could you imagine what the atmosphere would have been like? I mean, it was a really cracking fight to watch, and I thought that would have even made it even a better fight because it would have probably even got more out of the two guys. Not that they had a lot more to give between the two of them. I mean, they gave 100%, but it was a, I thought it was a cracking fight. And uh, as I say, we'll make the rematch, and obviously the best man will win. Yeah, it is strange. It was all uh, on all three cards, 95-95, with a knockdown. So yeah. So they're giving 10-10s, yeah. all, all three of the uh, judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard in the office as well, it was split. Some people have got Mark uh, winning yeah. the office and Denzel. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Everybody's got an opinion. So it, it, it shows it was a close fight. And it depends. It, again, it depends what people look for in a fight. Do you look for, you know, somebody as a counterpuncher, somebody on aggression? There's all sorts of ways. And obviously, both the guys thought they won the fight. They both thought they won the fight. But anyway, they, you know, we can do it again. So we'll say on Bentley, of course, uh, compared to Mark, he's very inexperienced. Uh, didn't really have a, an amateur career as well, Denzel. And, he, and until the present time, he was kind of steamrolling through people. 
and he showed a different side uh, to his game uh, on on the back foot, counter punching, etc. You must have been impressed by him. He did. He showed he, he showed that there was another there was another side of his uh, boxing skills, as you say, with the counter punching. And I thought also, um, you know, Mark. Remember, he come off pretty much of a, you know, fighting Liam. That was a bit of a, you know, deflating loss for him. Um, and but he came back, and, and I mean, and he and the both looked in fantastic condition, didn't they? They both, mm-hmm. you could see, a train very hard for the fight. Um, but it is what it is, and as I say, we move on and make uh, hopefully make the rematch, and which would be great for them and great for the fans. Yeah, you can see a way that both fighters win that rematch. Uh, do you think that could be a main event on your card, Frank? No, we'll have to see. I mean, we're, you know, we're at the moment we're I think we're the busiest out there. We're we're doing lots of shows. We've got um, we'll be doing. And announcing, I hope we're going to get it out this week. We're doing roughly, uh, we do two shows in October, two in November, and two in December. Whatever happens, so we're busy. We're giving our guys work. Guys on the undercard, you know, these youngsters who some of them even making, you know, in their first or second fight, are getting some ex- valuable exposure, which they would probably never get. And and as I say, the most important thing is is getting these youngsters some work, so we don't lose. I don't want to be losing a generation of fighters. Who, because of this COVID and not getting any work, and decided to go off and try and do something else. So we're trying to keep them all busy. Can't keep up with you, Frank. Shows left, right, and centre. Well, you know we're busy, and we got you know it's great committed shows that obviously our committed Queensbury are, but more importantly shows our committed BT is to British boxing, and they've been very you know between us we've got a great p- partnership going, and uh, again contrary to what Barry Hearn said. BT certainly for someone who's looking to get out of boxing are spending a lot of time in giving us a lot of airtime and in and putting shows on. So uh, again, I keep saying it. Let's get together and try and make these fights. Did you enjoy being on the telly uh, with David? We haven't really seen you. Do I that didn't much. even know I was going to do that. To be honest, <laughs> I mean normally you know they get me on. They ask for me a little bit at the beginning of the show and at the end of the show. By the time everybody switched off, when I get on there, and uh, I got there and I was sort of unprepared to be doing that, so I was a bit thrown in the deep end. But um, yeah, I, I, it was alright. It was okay. It's a different way of watching. What I found interesting was listening to all the guys up there and how they were reading and watching the fights because you don't hear that. Mm. All the different people there, and especially that big, you know, the, the main fight between. If that's Eddie Hearn, I'll take it. And with um, with that, how many of them were again split with a fight? Who was winning and who wasn't winning the fight? Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Who else? Uh, yeah, Echo Asserman, uh, of course. Um, he's in a in a really hot division with the likes yeah. of uh, Chris Jenkins, Connor Ben. Um, what division in the UK is doing really well, and uh, he's putting himself in the mix now. Eka. Certainly has. He's done well for himself. You know, um, you know when you look at, you know, he t- he sort of look at his age and how late he turned pro. But the fact of the matter is, he's, he boxed very well. He's done exceptionally well, and uh, he's up there with him now. So there's a, again, there's a, a nice little group of fights that can be made, which we should try and all get together and make. I know uh, Echo side tried to make the fight with Chris Jenkins, but I think see, Chris refused that offer because that's right. Kind of bench situation. Absolutely correct. That's what happened. Uh, is there an update on that Jenkins Ben situation? There will be when we have this meeting. It was on the on the list of fights that I would like to talk about, but until we have the meeting, we are where we are. I'm becoming like a broken record with this. I asked about it. this one because that's that is a mandatory situation. So what is the, the fight? Jenkins Ben. Let it go to Perspitz. Okay. If we can't agree something, then we go to Perspids. 
Of course, the 26th Josh Taylor Kong Song main event, world yeah. title fight, um, and also Charlie Edwards' first uh, Queensbridge yeah. fight. So, yeah. uh, big shot on the 26th. It is, and uh, I think with Josh, he came down as you see him on the, mm. like that, he was there. And he was trying to get the feel of what it was like, you know, being in a venue without a, without a crowd there. And I think, you know, he, un he knows now what he's walking into. But like I keep saying to people, you know, if that fight we originally were going to put on up in Scotland. So can you imagine the crowd that had been there for it? You know, how partisan the crowd would have been. Consong's now coming over it and he's not going into a, he's not going into the Lions then. He's now going into a into a, a venue that's just going to be, you know, they're both evenly matched. There's no, there's no, you're not in anybody's backyard. That is what's happened there. So that's going to make that fight even more interesting. He's undefeated. Undefeated fighters are obviously all, always, always um, dangerous. Um, and I think we're going to see a good fight there. But you know, Josh, I think is a little bit special. Mm. And uh, you know. Jack will be watching it as well, Jack Catterup. So there's a lot, you know, there's a lot going on going for that fight. So hopefully Josh comes through and we got Jack out. You know, obviously we got the game, we got the, the uh, situation with Ramirez. That's gonna be some sort of deal done or a purse bid. And it would be great for the two Brits to come through and get that on next year. That would be a brilliant fight. Yeah, I spoke to Jack recently, pleased for him because the WBO put out that confirmed he will be fighting Ramirez next. He's ordered for that and uh, finally gets his shot. Wait a long time. Well, the WBO at the moment has suspended the purse bids because of uh, the something to do with the virus, and we've appealed that, so we'll see what the outcome is. Okay, that's I didn't know that's yeah. an interesting situation. We'll see how that develops. Um, yeah, as I said, uh, Charlie Edwards makes his uh, Frank Warren debut as well. Uh, I'm sure him and him and Sonny will be sharing plenty of bills uh, next year as well. That'd be good. Well, they do provide they keep winning. That'll be the case. Uh, uh, you know, we're looking forward to Charlie's uh, making his debut, and uh, I'm sure he is as well. And it should be a decent little um, little fight there, I think. Back to the show on Saturday. A quick word as well on Bilal Ali. Obviously, uh, people quite shocked that he lost. Just a word on on that, Frank, please. We didn't have a lot of amateur experience, did he at all? So. It's a loss, you know, and he got beat. He didn't, you know, although he had points deducted, he, he got beat on merit. And that's what you learn from. So it, now we're going to see the, you know, see, as they say, the, the cut of his jib. Let's see how he comes back. And he comes back and uh, get himself back in the mix again. It's not the end of the world for him. That's a situation where, you, where he can learn from. And I'm quite sure he will do that. Impressed as well with the likes of uh, Amin Janzev and also Tyson's cousin uh, Joshua Franken. Yeah, I think I thought, I thought um, both of them done extremely well. You know, did do extremely well, and uh, and it's good for them. It's certainly, you know, good for uh, uh, to get the debut fight out of the way, which he got out of the way, and he done it. I think, he, he, and he looks, he looked really good. And I can see a good future for him in, in the in the pro ranks, and. Uh, that's, as I say, what it's about. It's about us getting these youngsters and keeping them busy and getting them out there, and that's what we're doing. I see Dennis McCann uh, was in was in the office today, being his uh, little cheeky self as well. Um, but aside from that, of course, we know his opponent now has pulled out. Just what have uh, you told Dennis about that? And uh, Well, we only found out looking at it. Uh, it came out on Twitter, didn't it? The guy yeah. said he didn't want to travel because of COVID. What can you do? So they're looking actively looking right this moment for a new opponent. And... Uh, Obviously, we'll get him an opponent, but he's, he just wants to fight, and he and he will fight. We'll have him out, and uh, hopefully, he can move onwards and upwards. I'd like to see him in a position by the end of the year where he fights for some sort of title. Okay. 
He's getting, the likes of him and Willie Hutchinson and Adams this year has been very busy. Yeah, because I've seen them coming through next year, um, you know, and hopefully by the end of end of 2021, being being, you know, having you know a decent a decent amount of fights on their record, and being up there in the world rankings by then. That's what we're working towards. Mm. Frank, aside uh, from what's going on at Queensborough, I do want to get your take on a situation with uh, Canelo and Dizone. Um, filing a lawsuit against them and it's not clear what's going to happen but yeah your take on on those events Frank well obviously they got there's a problem there but I understand that they they got a refile because it was filed in a in the wrong jurisdiction yeah I heard that too I see that. so that means that you know he's put it into the obviously the wrong jurisdiction the wrong court and, and the, the, whether they're going to refile it or not I don't know but obviously he's very unhappy I think and I hear gold golden boy are the same with it um, for obvious reasons, um, he needs to be fighting. He was their poster boy, and obviously the implications are for for him is as a fighter. He won't, you know, he, it's not like he's a youngster now. He's, he's at the peak of his game. He's was he thirty now? About 30, 31. 31, So he wants to keep active. He's not fought. He probably looks like he's not going to fight this year, or or as you know, as it stands today, it looks like if he's got a court case on that he won't be fighting this year. So. Um, He's losing valuable time, and uh, was it? I was something someone had ripped for about two hundred and sixty million dollars or something. Okay. So that's a huge amount of money that he's he's suing for, um, and obviously from Dazone's perspective, I'm sure they want to try and get that settled one way or another, because that's uh, <laughs> you wouldn't want. You know, what do they want that for? It's not a good advert for them, and uh, they've got to try and get that. I'm just trying to try and get that resolved. Where they do it reach a settlement or they do it through the courts so obviously time will tell but it's not a good message to be out there also aside uh, from business here i don't know if you saw the situation with idris verga and uh the water bottle thing and people are quite outraged did you see it frank no i haven't seen it i heard about it but i haven't seen it tell me tell me again well he was fighting a, a journeyman and they were doing like a an interview face to face and yeah. uh, he picked up a bottle of water and threw it all over him and uh, people were, were quite outraged about it because it's not like there was any uh, bad blood going on and also he's a journeyman, it wasn't an intense fight, etc. And then since then, you've had probably every uh, sort of name in boxing calling him out, offering him spars for money, fights well, Liam Williams being one of them. And um, Stephen Goodwin also said that he'll uh, offer him 100k uh, if he beats one of his fighters, etc. So it's just a big talk, but I don't know if you saw it. No, I haven't seen it, but I should have a look at it. And if, and if Liam's, Liam's on it, you know, obviously Liam's with us, although he's got his mandatory, he, he's the mandatory contender to um, Andrade, I'm certain we could do something there. <laughs> I think Liam just wants to... Liam wants to fight. Well, he is fighting, isn't he? You know, he's fighting in... Uh, on the tent. On the tent, so we got him out there, and that's a, a, a really, really good fight for him. So I'm really looking forward to it forward for him back in the ring defending the, you know defending his title it's a mandatory defense that the border control called for so he's not going to be sitting on his backside got to keep him out and keep him busy okay so i'll give you a, a situation here see see if he uh, gets through the 10th of course we know he's mandatory for andrade now idris virgo and Liam williams are i hope he doesn't mind me saying all the all respect to idris levels apart at the moment but you'd make that fight yeah well i i, I would think about it, but it all depends i don't want to jeopardize his position in any way with with Andrade, because yeah. that's the name of the game. That's the and I and I and the thing about it is, 
I'm focused on wanting to get that fight because I really do believe that Liam has an excellent chance of beating him. Okay. That uh, most likely take place uh, next year, though, won't it, Frank? Really? Well, I don't know. You know, it's it, it's it's got to get. I mean, I don't I don't know what the zone are doing. I know what we would like to get it on if we could. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know whether the zone are you know are up uh, are behind it. I mean, all, all I've heard from uh, Andrade that he was being asked to take a cut in his money and he was refusing to do so. So again, I'm not sure what's going on behind the scenes there. But uh, that's not my problem. Uh, uh, Adam Art was uh, in the office today, just come back from Russia where yeah. Master Deep put a, a really valiant performance against Tudorov. He did. Yeah, your take on the fight? You said it. That's the word for it, valiant. And he was, you know, uh, scorecards, one of them, he was in, he was in front and uh, had he have won the last round, he would have won the fight. So it was a calculated gamble. Um, which unfortunately have and and more unfortunately is wound up that he's in he's in hospital at the moment out there. It, he's comfortable. He's uh, um, you know obviously he's not he wants to get home, but um, uh, he won't be travelling for a few days yet. Okay, but he's okay. Yeah, yeah. he's okay, but they, they kept him in for observation because there was a, a, a slight bleed on the brain. Nonetheless, though, his stock has uh, risen up tremendously. Yeah, but the most important thing is that he gets himself well and then let's see what happens in the future because obviously the border control and us will monitor the situation as far as his uh, his, his injury is concerned of course him and uh, Lerone Richards were going to box and then this announcement came about him only I think last week just the week before the fight so what's the situation with Lerone Richards at the moment uh, we're, we're actually putting our shows together I said we're doing two a month so we'll work out who's going to be on those shows and be making that announcement sometime this week do you think that fight can still happen though? It depends how, 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 when Umar will be able to, and if he'll be allowed to fight. No, I mean, I mean down the line though. Probably. Down the line, yeah. I don't think there's, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't want to, why would we not want to put that on? It'd be a great fight for, for the fans. But obviously, I mean, my prime consideration is Umar's health at the moment. Definitely. At the show on a Saturday, we saw the news come in that Jamel Herron signed uh, with MTK Global. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. In my mind, that brings the the Frampton fight much closer. It was nip, nip. well, it was made. Yeah, it was made. We supposed to have been doing that fight in Belfast it, before the COVID um, restrictions come in. We was doing that fight. We was you know more or less about to, uh, to, to you know to put the tickets on sale and so forth. So it was all up and running. Everything was agreed, but it obviously project got pushed back. Um, that fight has got to happen. You know, we we agreed it and we want it to happen. Now I know that. That Herring's got a mandatory, but that's not due to take place until next early next year. So we can still get it on this year, and I'm quite sure top rank feel the same as us that they want to deliver to Carl and to uh, Herring what that, what was all agreed. That is uh, would be some achievement from Carl if he was to put it off as well. Well, it's massive, isn't it? I mean, you know, first Irishman to win three titles at different weights never been done before. It's history making stuff. Mm. Now, when I spoke to you a few weeks ago, I said uh, there might be some problems with Richard Lighty. Of course, that wound up to be true. <laughs> when are we going to fly him in? Fly him into uh, the, the Nathan Gordon fight. He's coming in. The fight fight will be on. He, you know, he will get in. I mean, it, you know, the game beyond our control. I know. Everyone can see that well, coming. What can you do? Yeah, well, what can you do? You know, we we made it very. We was quite clear about it. I mean, the person I feel I feel sorry for Larty, but it's for Nathan. He trained. He's you know, he tra training hard. He's been out a long time, and suddenly in a week of the fight. 
that, that's a real kick in the doodads for him. But anyway, he's you know he's out, he's on the show, and uh, we, we'll make sure it happens. Reports coming out that uh, 19th of December looks like Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder trilogy is set. Can you tell us anything, Frank? I think there will be an announcement soon on it, but fingers crossed that'll happen. Okay. Who is that in the background? What's that? What's that? With the fishing rod. Everybody, everybody pulls an old fisherman out the out the cupboard every now and then, don't they? And he's our old fisherman. He might have a word to say in a minute, or afterwards you might be able to do an interview with him. We yeah. know what these old fishermen are like. Okay, Frank Warren, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Is there anything uh, you'd like to add before we go? Uh, no, just everybody stay safe and well, and uh, hopefully, hopefully that we'll be able to announce some good shows this week. We've got some real good, you know, potential good fights to make, and I just hope that uh, everybody's happy with what we're doing. We're trying to keep all the guys busy and give some enjoyment to the fans whilst they are unable to attend the shows. Please have Arsenal on the weekend. Yeah, they played really well. I was, I, was, I mean, I don't mean disrespectful for Fulham. They've just come up, but they played extremely well. I really, really was pleased with... Gabriel, I thought he looked good, and William. I mean, they they made, you know, they they, they were made quite great, con made really good contributions to the win. But I was very disappointed that they let Martinez go, the goalie. I was really, I, I was shocked at that. I liked him. I thought he made a big difference to the tail end of the season. In there, he played with so much confidence in goal. I thought his presence, you know, so much presence, and uh, I thought it was very sad to see him go. Might have already had goal of the season in the first game. Oh, he's on fire, isn't he? He's on fire, unbelievable, you know. He's uh, and thank God he's about to sign his new deal as well. So good season, looking looking good, isn't it? Football, definitely. Good, All right. good season, Frank. Thanks for your time, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, pleasure, mate. Struggling with debt, bills, loans, credit cards. Need a way out? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt matters. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.